Hello and welcome to the Quietly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Carol Stewart, founder of Abounding Solutions and author of Quietly Visible. And this is the podcast for introverted women who want to thrive as leaders and in life. And today I'm talking about positioning yourself for promotion or for your next career move. And Many women don't often give a lot of thought to how they can strategically position themselves for their promotion or their next move, but doing so will enable you to increase your chances of of securing the roles that you want. So I'm going to be talking about developing your plan and positioning yourself and placing yourself in the best possible position to get the role that you're interested in. And I'm going to be looking at creating a strategy and doing the work on you, getting yourself a sponsor and how you can utilise your network. And hopefully by the end of listening to this podcast, you'll be clear about the steps that you can take and go and get the role that you want. So when it comes to creating a strategy and doing the work on you, I'm a prime example of how um, someone who positioned themselves. So prior to starting my coaching business, the last promotion that I got as a leader was as a result of positioning myself for it. So I had been at a networking event. Well, it was a conference that... um, the sector that I worked in had put on and it was in another part of London and whilst I was there I was speaking to someone who worked in a different area to where I worked and who told me that she was going to be going on maternity leave and that as a result of that it would create an opening while she was while she was on maternity leave and I thought to myself that and I'd be interested in going for that opening when it when it came about. And what I did was I saw a vacancy come up at the same level that I was on in that area. And I applied for it and I, I got the role. And the reason why I, I made a sideways move like that was so that I could then be in the area and, and start to network and get myself my name known within that area. So that when that position came available, I would hopefully have a better chance at succeeding at it. And that's what I did. I I took a sideways move. And then when I started working in that area, I I took on different projects. I led on different projects. I became a champion for different initiatives that were taking place. And as a result, I raised my visibility and my profile within the area amongst those who were more senior and the decision makers. And so when the role was advertised, the the role that I was interested in was advertised, I applied for it and I got it. I got it on merit as I was deemed the best person for the role. But I believe that positioning myself in that way helped. So think about what role that you want to go for. Is it a promotion within your existing organisation Are you looking at going for a role externally, which is a more senior role, but an external role? 
So think about how you can strategically position yourself for that. And I will share some ways in which you can do that. And when you're thinking about how you can strategically position for it, start to create a a strategy and a plan as to how you're going to do it. So I gave you the example of myself, how I put myself forward for, uh, well, how I made the sideways move. And then once I secured that sideways move, put myself forward for different initiatives and, and led on, on projects within the area. So what can you do to become more visible by those who need to know about you? What, what initiatives can you lead on? that will get people talking about you, that will get you seen and heard. And do the work on you. If you need to do any work on yourself, if you have any limiting beliefs or self-limiting beliefs or experiencing imposter syndrome, which I find is often very common amongst women who are going for promotion or going for a more senior role, whilst they know they may be capable of it, oftentimes imposter syndrome raises its head. So if you're experiencing imposter syndrome or you're thinking that you don't feel confident enough, then address that and do the work on you. And remember, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, that we're very much led by our emotions and the way that we think affects how we feel And we act and behave according to how we're feeling. And this is often because we have a belief about ourselves, our situations, what it is that we want to do, that is unhelpful. Um, And as a result of that, that is shaping how we feel. So oftentimes those beliefs may be irrational. There may be no evidence to support what you're, you're believing and what you're thinking. And if you can change the way that you think and what you believe, that will change how you feel. And if you change how you feel, you'll change how you act and behave. And you will feel more confident um, once you have that belief in yourself. So do the work on you if you need to address your, your mindset, if you need to address imposter syndrome, if you need to address your confidence. And and in doing so, look back over your career. There will have been times where you will have stepped out to go for the role, the role that you're in now, for example. And how did you feel back then? Because I'm sure this won't be the first time that you may have been experiencing imposter syndrome or doubting yourself or lacking confidence. And look at what you can learn from you, what you have done previously and apply to your situation now. And if there are any skills that you need to develop, look at how you can develop those skills so that you are able to demonstrate that you have the skills and the knowledge to be able to perform at that level. So promote yourself, self-promote. A lot of women don't like self-promotion because... We're brought up not to boast or you shouldn't brag, you shouldn't boast. That might be something that you've been told as a child. But if you don't self-promote, 
if you don't let other people know about your successes and achievements, then how are they going to know about it? Many women experience what has been termed tiara syndrome, and that is believing that their work will speak for itself, but that is not always the case. And particularly more so now with the way that organisations are structured, many are are sort of global and have offices in, in different locations. So the people that need to know or need to see what you're doing may not necessarily see it because they may not necessarily know you. So think about how you can raise your profile and self-promote. And this is particularly so when it comes to interviews. I often have clients who have been unsuccessful at interviews when they come to me for coaching and they've let themselves down because they haven't promoted themselves. They haven't sold themselves enough. They talk a lot about the we and what their teams have achieved, which is good to acknowledge the team effort, but they do that to the detriment of themselves and they don't talk enough about the I, as in what they have personally accomplished, what their part was in that successful project. Then the other thing is to get yourself a sponsor. And a sponsor, for those of you who don't know, is someone who is influential at a senior level, who will champion your cause and who will talk about you to decision makers, influencers, as well as they're making you aware of opportunities. Um, And they will blow your horn. And it's not that you won't have to do the work. They will make that opening for you, but you still have to do all the work. You still have to sell yourself. You still have to show that you are capable. And when you're thinking about sponsors... Don't just think about within your existing organisation. Think about stakeholders as well. So when one of my clients was positioning herself for promotion, one of the things that we worked on was identifying who her sponsors could be. And that included senior stakeholder sponsors, so people who worked in organisations that were partner organisations that were stakeholders, um, who could be her advocates and sing her praises. And and this is what she did. So she was going for a promotion. There was a new chief exec who didn't know my client. um, And what she'd heard was that they didn't seem to even think that she would be a contender for the position. But by engaging with those senior stakeholders, those who were at the same level as their chief exec, they would then talk about my client to the chief exec and she said that one day she was in the lift with him and he he talked he he mentioned her whereas previously he there had not really been much acknowledgement about my client he was able to talk to her about what some of the senior stakeholders had been saying about her and what and and she got she got the role while she, yes she she got um that sponsors that were advocating for her she got it on her merit but it helped that she became she came under the radar of those decision makers so who is it that 
works within your organisation or within your wider industry who is influential, who can open doors of opportunity for you and who can blow your horn as well. So who can you think of? The next thing um, is about utilising your network. And the benefits of networking for career advancement are well known, they're well documented. Um, whether you're looking for an internal promotion or looking to go elsewhere, include networking as part of your positioning strategy. And the challenging thing for network with networking for many introverts is that they don't like it. Um, it's not that they necessarily lack confidence at it, although some may, just like some extroverted people may, but it's because the networking environment is one where there's a lot of small talk and introverts typically don't enjoy small talk. And also the environment can be overly stimulating. There's a lot of external stimulation which can be draining. It can have a draining effect. And as a result, when you're feeling this, you are drained by all the energy and the external noise and stimulation that's going on it can make you feel like you don't really want to engage and talk with other people but it's rumored that 70 to 80 percent of senior executive roles are never advertised um, and they are filled by the hidden job market and the hidden job market if you're not aware is is a term that's given for vacancies which Employers don't advertise, but yet they still want to fill. And the Imperial University reports that an estimated 75% of jobs are filled this way. So can you see why it's good to utilise your network? And so when you're thinking about how you can utilise your network, LinkedIn is a fantastic platform for this. You can raise your visibility by connecting with the senior decision makers in the organisations um, that you're interested in working in if you're wanting to go external or within your existing organisation if you're wanting to get promoted uh, within your existing organisation and also with senior stakeholders as well and if you're looking to go elsewhere then think about the country sorry the the organisations that you want to work at and then look to see who are the people that you want to connect with, whose radar you want to come under. So if you go to an organisation's company page, you will see a list of the people that work there or who have worked there. So you can go through those, those lists of people and identify if there's anyone that you know, first of all. Because if you know people that work there, then it's easier to then maybe get an introduction to somebody. Um, and if there's no one that you don't, if there's an, not anyone that you know, connect with those people that you want to connect with. And start to engage with them and build up a rapport with them as well. And then engage with posts and articles that these people put on LinkedIn. So whether it's within your organisation or whether it's the organisations that you want to work for, and engage with the articles, their posts, comment on them, share them, 
so that they see you and you become more visible to them. Another way you can raise your visibility and utilize your network is by posting your own content and writing articles that demonstrate your knowledge and expertise and offer advice and solutions that showcase your thought leadership so that you are demonstrating your knowledge and your expertise. And you could look at your industry publications, go to their website. Oftentimes they will have a way of letting people know if they want to write an article for them, how to go about it, or they will have the editor on it. You can contact the editor there and publish articles on LinkedIn as well that can showcase your for leadership and raising your visibility in this way not only shows your thought leadership and it also brings it to the attention of those decision makers so to wrap up what I've talked about is creating a strategy and having a plan on how you can position yourself for that next promotion or if you're looking to move upwards externally and how you can do that. So create your strategy, get yourself a sponsor and utilise your network so that you can raise your visibility, raise your profile and self-promote. So hopefully it's this has given you some ideas on what you can do to position yourself to get your next promotion. Um, do let me know how you get on contact me on LinkedIn or, or through my website and let me know how you get on. And if you want to increase your confidence, influence and impact, then if you go to my website, aboundingsolutions.com, I have a three assessment that you can complete that will give you some ideas about the areas that you can focus on. And if you're not part of my high achieving introverted women community, then do join us on Facebook, the High Achieving Introverted Women Facebook group. And if you are a senior leader, then do join the LinkedIn group for High Achieving Introverted Senior Women. So thank you for listening. And until the next time, bye.